Hello and welcome to Word for the Day. This is Father Pete Matthews from St. Patrick's Anglican Church in Lexington, Kentucky. And on today's Word for the Day, we continue our Holy Week series entitled The Cross. And if you're a, a worshiper at St. Patrick's Anglican Church and you were at church on Palm Sunday, you probably already figured out that I'm taking what I did in my homily and sort of expanding on it in these episodes. So if you're picking up on that, you're rightly picking up on that. Um, and I'm recording this before I did the homily. So um, hopefully that'll get recorded and be part of this week's postings as well, if you want to listen to that again, or if you did not get a chance to listen to it. But of course, I'm, I'm doing more in these episodes than I was able to do in my homily. And so today I'm talking about my third point, that that the other meaning of the cross, other the other why to why Jesus is on the cross is um, to show us, to show us himself. And what does he show us on the cross? He shows us the heart of God, which is love. So the the scriptures teach that God is one being, three persons, the Trinity. And in this one being, there is a an eternal dance of love. God loves God the Father, loves the Son and the Spirit. God the Son loves the Father and the Spirit. God the Spirit loves God the Son and God the Father. And there's this eternal relationality of love. Yet there's one God. And so this is a mystery. You know, we don't want to, we could take these two truths that are held in tension and push them to different extremes. And we get, we get into wrong teaching. But part of what this means is love can exist without relationality. So there's a kind of relationality within God. And so there is love and love is eternal and love is the foundation of all reality. And so the love in God is agape love, which is the love of giving yourself away. So I love the definition, which which I understand comes from Thomas Aquinas, that to love is to will the good of the other as other. It's kind of a technical definition. I get it. But it's to look away from yourself and to say, what is good for them? I'm going to be 100% about that. That's when I'm fully in a place of love. That kind of love exists in the Godhead. So there's this interesting dynamic of each person is getting um, worshipped and praised in a sense within the Godhead, and yet each person's focus is on the other person's. And each person exists in their whole life to see the other person to, 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 to have a reality within the life of God. Even as I talk about this, the language is inadequate. But the question is, how do we see that when it's brought to us in human terms, in ways we can understand. And the answer is the cross. The cross is a revelation of the heart of God. The cross is a revelation of the very life of God. It also has built into it God's need to redeem us from sin. So Jesus enters into a kind of horror as human that isn't inherently part of the Godhead, but the act of self-giving, fully self-giving. So that in human terms, it means you lay down your physical life. Remember, remember Jesus said, greater love has no one than this, that they lay down their life for their friends. So Jesus, God the Son, becomes human and lays down his life freely for us. That act of laying down his life freely, it is, it is, in a sense, was our substitute in that Jesus died instead of us. 
it is our victory in that Jesus conquered sin, death, and the devil, but it's also a revelation. It's a revelation of God's love. And so of all the things in the world that can tell us God loves us, the um, premier or number one thing is the cross itself. This is super important for Christian practice and spirituality, because one of the things we want to grow into as believers is to not judge whether God is for us or against us based on the whims of our circumstances. And, you know, there can, this can, these can be in small things or very large things. When it's really large things, this is hard to hang on to, I realize. When you're like at a Job level suffering, it's hard to keep believing God loves you. What the, the, the full story of scripture tells us is, you know, we get that. Uh, God gets that. But God's invitation is always to say, do everything you can to cling to the cross. Do everything you can to hang on to the cross. And so whatever you're going through means, it cannot mean God does not love you because God has demonstrated that on the cross. He shows you he loves you because he lays down his life for you. Christ died for sin one for all, once for all. Christ died for all of us. This is a preacher's trope, but it's true. Part of what that means is if you or I were the only human being to live, Jesus still would have gone to the cross. That's the heart of God. And so we're meant to look at the cross and look at what Christ has done for us and see that we are loved with an everlasting love, that this love is outside of our own emotions or experiences it transcends them and stands at a point in history when God acted in Jesus Christ and in him is love. Two things that happen on the cross, I think, especially amplify this. That that moment when people were mocking him and Jesus, you know, he could have responded in so many ways. But his, his gut level kind of visceral response is, Father, forgive them. My desire right now as I'm suffering on this cross and these people are mocking me is that you'd forgive them. That's, I mean, what kind of love is that? I, I can't even, you and I couldn't do that. Thank God Jesus did it for us. And then the other moment where there's the two thieves, and it says in the Matthew version that, that both of them were mocking him. So it must have been for part of the time, both were mocking him. But eventually, as we read from the other accounts, one of them turned. And just cried out to Jesus, said, please, Lord, remember me when you return in glory. Lord, just, just remember me. And Jesus said, oh, I promise you today, you will be with me in paradise. The guy had just been mocking him. And the other two guys, they really deserved to be there. And Jesus didn't. Well, they were at least were criminals. They probably didn't deserve what Rome gave to them. But you know what I, the point I'm trying to make. They, they, they weren't innocent, let's say that way. Jesus was. But even as he's dying in this excruciatingly painful way, he still has within him to say, hey, today, today you will be with me. I think those two little vignettes in the story of the crucifixion amplify how the cross itself is a sign of God's love. So all of us need to walk in Abba Father's love. And, and there's more 
things that reveal his love than that. But the place that is always at the center, at the crux, if you will, that's a play on words, crux means cross, at the crux of all this is Jesus on the cross giving himself for us fully as a sign and revelation of God's everlasting love. God bless and have a great Monday Thursday.